Welcome to another episode of the Love Change Podcast. Yes, sir. Today's topic, how do you get back up? Okay, you got a couple of questions lined up for me. Would you uh, like to share them with us? Sure. Um, my first question is, what uh, are your action steps to get back up? Mm -hmm. When or why do you deny the need to get up? Good. What is your biggest learning back then and in hindsight? And hindsight. Hindsight. <laughs> and my last one is how do you react to others dealing with getting up in a complete different way than you do? That's my question line up for you for All tonight. Right. Right. Yeah. How so it you? doesn't matter what made you slip, fall, crash. Happens in life. Yeah. We got to get back up. Yeah. My questions for you are, what things do you find easy to get up from? Um, what is the thing that you got to get up from right now? Um, what advice do you give to others when they have to get up? And what of that advice do you find hard to follow yourself? Love that question. And yeah, I think I said it. What is the mm -hmm. thing to get up from right now? But it's also related to what are the things that you find hardest to get up from. Mm -hmm. If you're tuning in to the Love Change podcast, you care about change, you love change, you know that change is a constant in life. And like us, you believe that change is something you can get good at, get better at, you can practice it, you can embrace it. There are stages of it that you can recognize if you zoom in and out. And uh, But all in all, it's a mess. And that's also a beauty. It is a messy ride <laughs> indeed. You want to kick it off? You want me to start? Uh, go ahead. So, what things do you find easy to get up from? Start with the easy front. The easy ones. Um, I think the, the small daily things I find uh, easier to get up from. Like, uh, I don't know, if you stumble outside or if you fall down from your bike and stuff, usually I'd be like, oh, someone has seen it. Someone is going to make fun of me. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of like really rephrase that into laughing about myself, which is a nice light way to deal with that stuff. Because usually I'd be just like looking around if someone has seen me stumbling. Like, you know how often I stumble with my big boots. And now I'm just like, yeah, okay, classic. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I find that pretty easy to to deal with. Much, much easier than in the past. Which you is would nice to see that progress. Struggle with Yeah, I'll be like turn red and look around if someone has seen it. But you would uh, stay on the ground or what would you mean? No, but like even stumbling, I'd be looking around if someone has seen it and there's nothing about me. Mm. Now I first of all start laughing about myself and that's already good enough. I don't care what others think. Mm, so, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And that's a very literal uh, interpretation of getting back up. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. If you think of like falling on your ass with relationships or with work or with, uh, I don't know, trying stuff and failing at it or keeping a diet, stuff, stuff that's not so. Did you? Yeah. I think work related is like, um, I think I walked away from like taking things personal. 
So if I get turned down with something that I request, for example, to like, I don't know, get a new supplier on board or something and mm -hmm. it doesn't work out or there's a lot of miscommunication, I'm like, yeah, happens. It's not because I'm dumb, but it just happens. This. And there's also a reason for it. So that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But it also makes you kind of put it into perspective and see what things you really matter about and how important they are. I don't know if I get a request to do coaching for something and I kind of like don't succeed to get the project. And then in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, actually, it's not a big thing. Like you didn't really care much for it. Sometimes it's more your ego that wants to get that stuff and you think it's important. Mm. And then in hindsight, you're like, nah. More. Yeah. So I found that's a different, that's like a very interesting, uh, change of perspective so taking stuff less personally yeah absolutely and that makes it easier to try yeah. again basically yeah. like keeping this open mind like this clean mind of like you know what do you mean clean let's just like do it again no matter don't think like oh yeah i failed five times i'm not gonna get it i would just like do it again and be like yeah the outcome, you just don't know what the outcome is going to be. But if you put your mind around like, oh, yeah, I failed five times, so I'm going to fail the sixth, then most probably it's going to happen. Mm. But if you keep a cleanness, just like a pureness in your mind, then it's a good way to was just a very, try again. very advice but does that manifest in your daily life? I really try. Of course, it doesn't every day, but I really try. I find that makes it so much lighter. It's really a good approach to things. Sometimes also meeting people. If you like, I don't know, have a history with someone and you're like, oh, it's going to be like that. But if you start by thinking, hey, what if this is the first time I meet that person, then you go way lighter into a conversation. And it's the same to approaching projects. Mm -hmm. If you don't think what happened in the past and how bad that was, you just start in a different, you start with a different energy. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's like... You don't a, think back to the thing that went wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it's like always a new start, right? It's always a fresh start. Like you don't know what the outcome is going to be only because it was five times bad. Yeah, maybe that's why it was five times bad. And now it's going to be the good one. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. It's kind of the, it's trial and error. There's yeah. many things in life, but I find that pretty good to keep that in my mind and really keep that in my mind to be every time like, hey. And, and that thing that you try to keep in mind, when is that the easiest? When does it? come the easiest besides when you fall on your boots or you stumble or you slip or something but like what part of life is that the easiest for you to like keep a fresh mind yeah i think if it's more business related it's easier yeah yeah and why do you think it's easier in your business business related because maybe it doesn't really affect me as a person my emotions my persona you can detach your ego from it. Yeah. You can pinpoint those things better. And that was harder in the past? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Because I would see it as a dent in my armor. Something went wrong. Be like, ah, damn it. I have some questions about what you just <laughs> How said. How many questions? <laughs> I have some questions, but, but, but you can go now. Yeah. If you can, you can, can fire I, can back, I, you can, can fire, fire back. back. Okay. Fire back. Um, well, you had some... Uh, some moments in life of getting back up plenty yeah plenty um what, so i thought maybe you have some action steps 
how to get back up. And uh, I think it would be beautiful if you could share a bit. Yeah, it's interesting questions. Action steps to getting back <laughs> up. It sounds like one of those uh, YouTube, you YouTube videos that would like <laughs> clickbait, how to get three steps to getting back up. Yeah. Um, I think the only step that I have is uh, uh, how to say it. Yeah, it reminds me of the DMX song. I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get back, get back up. The thing is, how long do you want to stay on your back? Mm -hmm. Okay. I myself have a big uh, allergy to staying down, <laughs> staying down. Yeah. So my immediate reaction is to get back up. Yeah. I remember my blood pressure was like, I, I think I had monoxide uh, uh, poisoning from smoking shisha. Mm -hmm. Went to the bathroom, I collapsed, got back up immediately, took another step, collapsed again, and then okay. crawled. So I, I am not the type of person to stay down. Yeah. I think I had to learn from the other side of the spectrum to sometimes it is good to take the eight counts mm -hmm. and then get back up to recover. To gather back. Yeah, to to really yeah, make an assessment of what the damage was of, mm -hmm. of getting instead of <laughs> So yeah, I think I think there are multiple truths to what is the best way to do it? I do not have a step-by-step -step plan. I think my response from a survival mode is bounce back. Bounce back, go into overdrive, just like pure agony and misery and push and, and pull until, until I reach a point that I feel safe and then I am there to check on the damages and whatnot. Mm, okay. It's not the best. Uh, it requires a high tolerance for pain. I would say if I look at other people when you're dealing with loss or, or whatever it is that you might experience as falling, burning mm. down, crashing. Um, some people just swallow in that like they, they marinate in it they linger yeah i wouldn't say that's my strong point but it's an important part of the process mm -hmm. so of course shaking it off or walking it off and continuing is an important part of the process but to acknowledge and validate the hurt of of getting back up is is also just as important mm. i think one thing that i have experienced maybe more than other people is how many times i have fallen in how many ways um, yeah. i think the biggest step that i can give to other people is do not panic like there, there's plenty of people who freak out if, if mm -hmm. that sense of control that sense of balance is gone and then 
You haven't even hit the ground yet, but the scary part is when you're in free fall. Mm -hmm. You got fired. Yeah. Your, your contract didn't got prolonged. Your contract ended. You don't know where you're going to land, what's next. The period of not knowing, full-blown panic, hysteric. Um, breakup, somebody passed away, sickness. Mm -hmm. Doctor tells you some diagnosis. Diagnosis, yeah. Um, I tend to stay cool. I don't know why. Maybe I shut down emotions. Could also be a bad thing. It has both sides. It has a mental calmness, I would say. I have noticed in a lot of situations when I am the person who's literally falling or crashing, whether it's with the wheelchair or something, it, it, it definitely helps to keep your calm. I think the big, biggest step or whatever advice in that sense exists is to realize that people have gone through worse and they've also come back. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's why people list to listen to motivational speakers or read inspirational books. Mm -hmm. It just shows that it is doable possible it is a human capacity to bounce back and don't think it's easy don't think it doesn't hurt and you really need to dig deep um, i think not being afraid of pain understanding that that is an emotion it's a sensation it's not pleasant but it is a part of getting back up uh, I think uh, something that you can get really inspiration from and learn from are people who do extreme sports or skateboarders. Yeah, they fall. They fall and it hurts and they break stuff or, or break dancers and they get injured and yeah, they, they, they do it again. And I think another really important step is to remember why mm. why are you getting back up mm. but also really do it again i find it super interesting when you observe kids they mm. fall down they just get back up on the skateboard and just do it again so i feel like yeah, stay too long in this in this yeah, if you linger too long of like ow 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 mm. then you're like gonna get a bigger distance to the oh let's just do it again you lose kind of this sense and then you also maybe lose more the connection. Why? The desire of like learning a new trick or whatever it is needs to always be prominent and like more in your face mm. than the, the dangers and the that, risks and the hurts and the whatever discomfort you're going to experience along the way. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I think I think maybe the b b biggest thing for digging deep and doing it over and over again is knowing why. Mm -hmm. Why do you get back up? And then the the, the really uh, thing that is taking all the illusions and, and charm away is that actually you don't really have another option. Yeah, what is the other option? To stay down? Walk away from it. There's always an option, you know? I think that that's one thing that I was nice thinking mindset. to myself, like, 
giving up is really hard. Eh? I think it's harder than not trying again. I agree, but if you don't want to be constantly facing something that is... It's going to eat away at you, like for instance... But then you like mute it. If you walk away and you kind of mute it. So. You amputate a part of yourself. Yeah. That's how I would put yeah. it. That's but it's a solution as well. It's a difficult solution. Mm -hmm. I think that it, it, it eats you from the inside. It says a lot about your mindset, but I agree. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, so no, I don't really have steps. I do have some things that happen mm -hmm. as it's happening. Wouldn't say it's easier. It actually, now that I'm noticing it, it's like, oh, here we go again. Mm -hmm. like this is what I was thinking today like we came back from holiday and I have to get back to really executing my ideas and I'm like oh man I'm, I'm tired and I need that fuego I need that mm -hmm. fire to get back in it um, I, I think just, sometimes you just need a routine that's how I feel about it could be I don't know what that routine would be for me. Definitely, it definitely has to do with doing the things that feel good and right. Yeah, for me, it's like some things is routine and scheduling. It's like one thing. Mm -hmm. And the other one is to think, how did I feel when I had a good day last time? So when I really achieved things. And if mm -hmm. you think back, if you think with the end in mind, mm -hmm. it makes it easier to do self. Definitely visioning that is yeah. a big part of it. Yeah, but it does require a shift in mindset. If you're like uh, at the bottom of the pit and it's all dark around you, yeah, you might be thinking about sunny days, but then you <laughs> open your eyes and you're like, mm, we're not dark. there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think hope hope can take you places. Yeah, faith and hope. Yeah, yeah definitely. So continue on that what is the tough thing that you got to get up from right now yeah good question really make me think about make me reflect the, the last uh, couple years and uh, yeah I think the whole um, aftermath of my burnout mm -hmm. is kind of like it's really reflecting and thinking and I think half a year later I was like I'm good I'm back on my feet. I'm super mm. good again. Another half a year, like completely broke down again. Mm. I'm good. And to like really understand what it means, what it does to the body, what it does to the mind, what it does to your whole mindset, and that it really can take long time to really recover, but at the same time to like learn and sharpen your antennas to understand when you need this recovery. That's something that I find super hard. It's just like it really, like I could never in my life imagine that it would take so much time. I would never admit to myself, but then I'm mm. like, okay, lady, 12 years of pushing super hard. <clears throat> what do you think? It's not going to be done in three months or six months, mm. but to really just like understand this and accept the process to, I don't know, wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, I'm just really tired. I cannot get up at seven and then it's nine. I cannot get up at nine mm. and maybe it's a whole bad day. 
and mm-hmm. to just allow that to happen without beating yourself with a stick and just accept that it's just one bad day. It's not a bad week. It's not a bad month. This is okay. Like mm-hmm. us going on vacation is really chilling most of the time. No. Because we obviously have been needing that. Mm-hmm. And to really just allow and accept that and embrace and welcome that, that's really hard. But that's really nice to see progress. And really like so see the about, bigger how picture. How would you define that thing that's so hard that you're doing right now? Yeah, to really allow the process, allow the time that it needs and just accept it and see that one day but is what, not What the is end. it that it... The recovery, really to like understand how much impact the burnout can have. And when would you consider that you are back up again? I don't really believe there is such thing. I think it's a whole mindset shift. Mm-hmm. That like if you really lean into it and allow it to take you on a journey, you start to understand that you become a different person. Mm. And to really just like get your head around that, this is super hard. Mm. But it's good. It really makes you appreciate, makes you really understand, makes you feel and not judge. If there is one day where you just like feel like shit, that's okay. That's not a yet. That's not the reflection of a full year. Of course not. No, of course not. But if I would have a bad day or a bad week, I'd be like, oh my gosh, push harder. And I think this is something to really like, yeah, almost take it day by day and appreciate the good days, but also allow the bad days to just be there and take rest. So right now you're getting back into resting. Would you define it like that? No, I think I'm now getting back into my routine and building the life that I want to live, that we have together. Mm-hmm. And if there are days that are meant for rest because my body needs it, mm-hmm. to fully allow it. Mm-hmm. Take it day by day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's not something that you learn. Or, or it's not taught. No. Like if you consider that you are taught to follow a schedule. I would say I taught myself to perform all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's so, the thing. The, yeah. the, 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 the all the time or uh, <laughs> overclocking basically. Yeah. Uh, expecting yourself to perform at a certain level with a... Uh, very little amount of rest and nutrition and mm-hmm. a very preoccupied and judging frame of mind, mm-hmm. competition mind state. And now you're more figuring out what it is just to be. Mm-hmm. You're really depleting my batteries in the past and mm. like working or like living from that space, Mm. not understanding that I'm depleting constantly, while now, like, really understanding what the 80% is, what, like, when I need a recharge, and how effective and efficient I can be if Mm. I am at my full battery. That's fascinating. Yeah, I think with all the energy management stuff that I've been doing, Still, when I take a holiday, take a break, because with physical exercise, I'm always pushing the envelope. Mm -hmm. The first couple of days, I'm just like 
destroyed yeah. and just like okay yeah. now i can rest now my body shows how much recovery it needs yeah and then it recovers uh, but really takes a while before you understand that rhythm and cycle and find peace with that it takes more time mm-hmm. requires more patience well, yeah. interesting because you expect less but you remember a different thing mm-hmm. i think that's the trick that the mind plays on me mm, i've even seen it when it, i was yeah. planning projects construction stuff i would always come a man day in labor short because in my scheduling i would think that i would be tinkering around as well mm-hmm. i couldn't my mind like my eyes could see the truth but my mind was mm-hmm. lagging mm-hmm. and that yeah that took years literally years and sometimes still the disbalance that i experience mentally emotionally is because Yeah, it's just like uh, the classic uh, movie grumpy old guy who's still hung up within the days that he was performing as an athlete. Those days are over. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. But yeah, those days are over. Young man, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's just a different approach. That's what it is, you know? Mm. Not that those days are over. It's just a different approach. It's a new day. It's an alteration. It's a new day. It's a new day. Yeah. Basically, yeah, today can be great, tomorrow can be bad, can change up again. That's what I also find the hard one is. Uh, you wake up today, maybe it's super miserable. And then you're like, oh, man, who's got time for this? Okay, I'm going to take it easy. Mm-hmm. But maybe after two hours, you're good again. Mm-hmm. But you don't check again. Exactly. You just like you can you have take. You drag it out for a week. Yeah. Like oh, this week I'm fucked up. <laughs> this week is worth nothing. <laughs> this week, like, check yeah. it off the mark. But yeah. maybe it could be a great week if you try it over again, or maybe there is still something left in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just really keep that open mind, eh? Just really. I think that's keep a checking. big part of resilience is testing and trying again. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, you burn yourself, it hurts a bit. Maybe we need less this week, but mm-hmm. there is still something there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's an attitude of trial and error, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing of getting back up, is you experience some type of error that mm-hmm. creates the experience of you crashing, falling. Getting back up is not a linear process. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's a huge yeah. zigzag, and sometimes you think you do things that when you thought you hit the bottom, you discover there was a little hatch that <laughs> takes you to the basement <laughs> of the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> meet some new demons down there. So it's, I I think it's as long as you do nothing, it's gonna stagnate. So mm-hmm. making it worse actually is part of the process sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, acknowledging and keeping that open open mind, which you said, is an important mm-hmm. part of it. I think it's also what I say sometimes. It's like cha cha dancing, cha cha, two cha-cha-cha. steps back and uh, one forward, mm. and it doesn't feel like progress, but it is. 
it still is. You would stay those two steps back and so not move, then mm. you would go backwards and this way you just move forward a bit. So sometimes you just need those side steps as well. Yeah, that's a good one. So maybe I think I like remember my stand. sister telling me two years ago, I really felt like I was on a sabbatical and I felt like I was standing still. I felt like everybody was making progress career-wise, family-wise, relationship-wise. And I just, uh, I could not see the output of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I was doing deep work. I was doing the stuff, laying the foundation and, and of what I am building upon today, but I could not see it. And remember my sister telling me like, hey, Bijan, like healing is also... Mm -hmm. It's liberating yourself. It's making yeah. life lighter and easier. And yeah, you cannot write a check for it or like mm -hmm. whatever. It's not shiny, but it does mm -hmm. create a happy human being. And that mm -hmm. is on its own. The biggest getting back up is like, how do you deal with your sadness? Mm -hmm. Are you able to get back up from sad yeah. events in your life or tragedy whatever tragedy that you might experience yeah it whatever trauma yeah. it builds sometimes a muscle that you don't see but you're gonna feel mm, when it comes back yeah you show you show it in different beauty. modes yeah, yeah. yeah and there are also the moments the aha moments where you think like ah that's what it was good for mm. back then like it didn't feel like progress at all but this is what it was good for it's a good one. Yeah. Let's go to a new question. Mm -hmm. You up? You me up? Mm. When or why do you deny the need to get up? When or why do I deny the need to get back up? Mm -hmm. A skirt around it, whatever you want to phrase it like. How would you define denying the need to get back up yeah if you know like okay like now i feel like i need to take steps to get back oh. up but you like uh meh, meh. you know this kind of attitude meh, i don't want to do you recognize something like that i'm thinking I find it hard this topic today because I feel like I'm in the middle of such a process right now. It's perfect. It's perfect. Talk about Very it. You came you. up with the topic. <laughs> yeah, I think when do I deny the need of getting back up? I think a part of getting back up is acknowledging that you are down. Ha. Huh. Yeah. And <laughs> that is something that I find hard to do. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's the part of it that I deny the most or, or like push away or like I'm the type of person that does not ask for help easily or does not come and vent with his friends as other people do easily. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when I am struggling with something, in the midst of the struggle, I find it hard to acknowledge and share that. And then when I figured out a little clue or something that's gonna 
move it into some type of action or like next step, then I'll be open about it and show up to my friends, be like, yeah, I've been struggling with this, but I have thought of this idea of plan where you think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if... More like presenting the options already. Yeah, but yeah. who knows how long that period might take of me struggling uh-huh. till coming up with the steps. So right now, basically launching the energy management compass, I gave myself some time to figure out the technicality of it, which is done. And now I really have to dive deep into the social and value aspects of it to really create the curriculum that connects with people from a, I don't know, I'd say marketing or like that it connects to people to show value that you would invest in such a package. Mm-hmm. I would need to address them to like hit the point, hit the spot. Figure that out, yeah. to figure that out, to create that engagement, create that traction. I felt like my first attempt wasn't a success. I didn't expect it to be a success. I just expected to execute on the technicalities. And now I have to figure out new experiments and then I find myself kind of beating myself up about the deadline I had or like a target I had and not knowing the answer so I have to shift myself into a researching and wondering and asking frame of mind which I feel like there's a lot of resistance inside of me Uh, yeah I think maybe that's the hardest part for me that's the part I deny or or like skirt around is that in part a big part of getting back up is other people Mm -hmm. help not even that somebody will lift you up for me literally yeah sometimes people lift me up Mm -hmm. sharing that it hurts, that you have to dig deep, that you are doubting. Mm -hmm. I think if you say, hey man, I'm not sure if I can do this, you gotta be surrounded by real assholes for them to say, yeah, we also don't know that you can do this. (laughs) Then you got the wrong friends. Yeah, (laughs) usually if you say, I am insecure about a certain thing, a fellow human will say, no, I am sure that you can do this. You will figure out how to do this. Yeah. But if you don't share that struggle, then nobody will share the trust and belief in you. And then, yeah, you linger on it and you isolate yourself in that. You kind of feel alone in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the part of it that's hard for me. Yeah. Um, that I linger on, I think. Yeah, I think that's the answer to that that's question. A good one. Yeah. 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 What is the advice that you give to others when they have to get back up? And what of that do you find difficult to follow through yourself? Absolutely favorite question. <laughs> because you are such a consulting person, people call you. Because for I'm so great following not following on my own mm. advice. If yes, people, the great preacher. Yeah. If people ask me, I'm like, don't beat yourself up with a stick. Mm. Doesn't make you feel good. Doesn't bring you anywhere. 
the, like zero, zero be outcome. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Like really just be kind to yourself. Follow your process. Mm. Everyone has her and his own process. Mm. This is the time it takes and you will figure out. Don't take the stick. And then you to yourself, myself, I take the stick. Take the stick. <laughs> Beat as hard as you can. <laughs> because you have fallen. Yeah. And then take another stick and beat a bit more. <laughs> so, yeah. You have a collection of tools to <laughs> yeah. beat yourself over. <laughs> but it's very interesting to observe that. So the empathy. Yeah. Intrinsic. Having a lot of empathy with others is really comes really easy. Yeah. And people are like, wow, you're such a great people, like such a great caretaker. If mm. I talk to every few better... And then I'm like, yeah, okay, enough talk. Now I take the stick and beat myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's That's a learning funny. process. I think I think it's uh, how do you say it? Very common. I think, yeah, I think I think it's easier to be empathetic and compassionate with another person. Mm -hmm. And then let the internal critic run loose on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing is what I also usually say is like put your oxygen mask on first before mm. you can help others. It's really important to take care of yourself before you can really help others. Like my therapist, she was always saying uh, she's with the patient 40%. And she found that super selfish in the beginning. But this is how much you can give to really protect yourself. Mm. And to like, it's really a good piece of advice. Put your oxygen mask on first. In the plane, you, you cannot do that. You cannot help anyone if you don't put your oxygen mask on first. But you don't. I take the stick. <laughs> yeah, but you also so, don't take of yourself first. You're mostly no. focused on helping others. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm really observing that because it's really interesting to see. Yeah, but I, I also I consider myself super strong. So I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. You are fine, but you could do even better. Exactly. So. And you can give more if you are better. Yeah, that's the overflowing cup. It's better yeah. to give out of a cup that's overflowing mm -hmm. than to like be dividing the last bits between yourself yeah. and your loved ones. Yeah, and I think you said it last time. Like You don't want to end up being considered selfish. So that's also it's like a thin line if you don't give then people might think, oh, she only thinks about herself. But you got to find this line, and that line is pretty... If you really listen to yourself, you find it's that your line. own truth. Yeah. It's your own truth. But even the comparison of how much you can give if you're really recharged and in your full bloom, mm. and how little you can give if you're not. Mm. But that's an interesting one. So, yeah, mm. the stick. And the oxygen mask. That's a good one. <laughs> Great honesty right there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can I show one of you? Show. How do you react to others dealing with uh, getting up in a completely different way than you do? Uh, Any allergy reactions? Yeah, I think uh, my uh, patience for people who completely submerge themselves into being down is very little i do feel like a lot of people also i recognize when they're denying the fact that they have fallen <laughs> they, they deny the pain of whatever is happening in their life so mm -hmm. with those people 
I usually have the conversation of telling them, hey man, I, I know you're hurting. It's, it's not a nice period. Yeah. It's a painful period. I find it difficult to uh, be present of somebody else's process. I think it really requires a lot of trust that that person is going through whatever they need to go through. Mm -hmm. And sometimes confronts you like whatever they're doing, it resonates with your demons or critics. So yeah, I think my reactions, I try to be neutral. I like that phrase. But yeah, with a <laughs> question mark. Neutral? No, no, I think I'm mostly in the camp of, come on, let's get back up. Mm -hmm. I get pissed at people who... Uh, scourge around that. Like if you are not showing any signs of I want to get back up. Mm -hmm. They just linger. No, you're just like, oh my God, I fell and my life is such a tragedy. Like boo fucking who? <laughs> I'm really like, yeah, I, I might be real harsh like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but then if somebody else is really pushing their head into a wall and just like denying all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've sat with friends of mine who had drinking problems and I'll be like, hey man, stop drinking beer. It's time to drink whiskey. Like, okay, if you don't feel it enough, you need more pain to acknowledge your problem. I'll take you to the Go pain the because it's also a way of myself that I would really need to like reach a breaking point mm -hmm. and then things would change. So yeah. I think I've, depending on whatever the person is going through, I think the biggest shift in that for myself is at some point I've also learned to see like, hey man, this is not my problem. Mm -hmm. Like I, I have gone through so many painful, hard, complex crashes and burns and rebuilding. And then at some point deciding myself, okay, whatever I've built right now is also not correct take it down again, rebuild again. Mm -hmm. That when I meet somebody and I see where in their process they are, I might have a conversation with them, but I do not feel like you say, like help somebody else first. Like, no, this person, if they need help, they will find help. They will ask for help. I am not uh, here to help everybody I meet. I am here to help a larger group of people by making what I've learned mm -hmm. and what I find generically um, applicable known. So that's why I also designed the energy management compass because if you have fallen and your tank is still empty, you get up, you will fall again. Mm -hmm. If you have fallen and you do not know that you are running on a low tank, you will fall again. If you have fallen and you are using anger and rage and hate as sources of fuel, fuel. you will fall again mm -hmm. if you do not figure out what things give you energy you will crash you will crash 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 
until you think life is not a nice experience. Well, if you take the time to figure out what it is that feeds you energetically, you can fall all the time and get back up with a big smile. Yeah, so, that's a beautiful yeah. way to phrase it. Yeah, and that's. I think it's hardest to do with friends and relatives. Yeah. You care for them from the heart. You feel responsible. Yeah. They've been there for you. So I am there. For, I think a good friend of mine, Fine, said that. He's like, hey, if somebody calls you and needs your help, you're there for them. But it's not your duty to like, oh, I know that guy is sick. So now I'm going to show up at his house with a pot of soup. That's mothering somebody. That's <laughs> not your part. That's not your part. That's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I think, do That's I have amazing. any questions? No. What's your takeaway of today? I used to have a question. Excuse you have a me. question? Yeah. No, you have no question. <laughs> questions. Questions No. <laughs> what yeah. is your biggest learning back then in hindsight? What do you mean with back then? Well, like after getting back up and being like, ta-da, this is my biggest learning. And over the years. Back, up, back up from what? But whatever was like a big learning back then and to see in hindsight. What is back then? I don't know. It's your decision where you see that you have fallen super hard and mm. learned back then. Sometimes like we have those, I don't know, like we think, oh, we learned a lot out of mm. falling. And then you know, like you haven't learned the lesson. So you do it five times more. Mm. And then in hindsight, you're like, hmm, actually, that was the lesson. Not what I thought. A very vague question. Yeah, I like I those. Will, I will <laughs> Take it. I think the biggest lesson I had when I was in rehab, really realizing that I have all the qualities that I need to get back up from this mm -hmm. and whatever I need to learn in the process of getting back up is something that is important in my life. So the difficulty of the challenge of like getting back up, um, reframing that into, this is a very important thing in my life. I did not have patience. I had to <laughs> learn patience. Yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, and, and now I can say uh, patience doesn't cost a thing. Mm. It's it's free. It is absolutely free. Yeah. It's pretty good. To change that in myself. And uh, I think that's, that's a great takeaway in that moment. And in hindsight... think it's easier to have patience when the sun is shining than when you're standing mm. in the rain you Gosh, know the, the this is beautiful plasticity of time mm -hmm. if you're in a miserable spot you think hey, I, I always find it amazing if i'm having a depressive episode i just feel like i lost a year of my life and then i check the calendar and then i was just down for two weeks <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have just written yeah. off myself. I am a failure. Why am I even alive? Who loves me? Who cares about me? Nobody. 
Yeah. And then as the weekends, your friends and everything is okay. So yeah. I'm gonna say like, how much patience <laughs> more? <laughs> I think okay. really sure. being able to walk in that dark valley figuring out that that is also a part of life and that is maybe not labeled as nice but it is valuable mm -hmm. and then like today for instance i was just trying to zone out all the time like binge watching series <laughs> And now I am in a place that I know that I am uncomfortable about the thing that I have to do. Mm -hmm. And then I give myself a day or two to like skirt around it before mm -hmm. I jump into it. At least I acknowledge it and I also am processing it mm -hmm. in the back of my head. And I think that that's now and then in the in the and that's what i was trying to reach for these days as well as i would take my frustration with the discomfort and funnel that into like an aggressive type of energy to push through mm -hmm. but it's not sustainable and it's also not per se creative mm -hmm. it's just tense now, i can make a lot of people believe in what i say i can enthusiastic can say the sky is purple and people will agree but I want to agree with myself so mm -hmm. if I move from that negative place I will do things that I do not agree with probably also won't come across authentic very few people are really good at knowing what you Maybe might I'm be just, yeah you yeah, might be better at it. at it yeah um but yeah i think it's not sustainable that's that's mm -hmm. for me the biggest thing so i guess the biggest thing from the past back then is patience and in the present and i think that's an ongoing learning thing that i also try to infuse in the energy management compass model and the curriculum is really learning about sustainability so what is renewable if you have fallen might be, have been uh, external circumstances whatever it was uh, what are you learning from it in the sense that it adds to the sustainability of how you get back up because mm -hmm. it is a cycle and mm -hmm. I think the, the the renewable part of it, the sustainable part of it is something that is in the present moment for me, like really, okay, right now I'm down. I experience a down. I feel like I've crashed. It's, it's not a catastrophe. Instead of the stick, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. instead of my reaction of bouncing back up, acting like nothing happened, don't want to do that either. I'm sitting with it and I'm trying to figure out what is a new habit that will make this process of falling and getting back up um, more gracious, more, more uh, connecting, 
more adding value to life mm -hmm. instead of like trying to smoke or drink it out, trying to beat it out, fight it out, <laughs> wrap it out, whatever yeah. it is, but just the... Kind of the quality of energy. Mm, yeah, I think really... That really either fuels or... Depletes you. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think do not want to step into a depleting mode when you're down. Yeah. And it could be in a reaction and that's normal, but you want to respond from a mm -hmm. sustainable place. So I think that's definitely something in the present, but yeah, that took so many trial and error to see that that Hell is yes. also part of the process of K. How many times you want to hit your head against the same mm -hmm. board? You're going to be tough as hell, but eventually, like, either your head or the board will break. <laughs> either or. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, finding the learnings in it, not mm -hmm. per se of why you fall, but why you get up, how you get back up. Mm -hmm. Learning how to do that more sustainably, more purpose driven, more self-accepting and eventually if you want to take it to the buddha level laughing about the whole thing just yeah. like look at this <laughs> what a mess <laughs> what a mess <laughs> yeah, what a mess what a wonderful mess yeah yeah. yeah 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 so like really learning not to rocket start but to really like go the steps mm. if it it's cha-cha-cha, okay, then it's the cha-cha-cha. It's not the rocket well, for star. For me, the, the most simple example are the physical ones. Like, mm -hmm. if I fall in the bedroom at some point, I couldn't get back on the bed. That meant I had to push my wheelchair over the ground to the mm -hmm. living room, crawl to the living room, get on the couch in the living room, mm -hmm. then get back up in the wheelchair, then get back into bed. You know, and that's like a half an hour, hour process. At some point, I knew I could get back up in the bed, but I was just tired. So I would just sit on the ground next to my bed, watch cartoons for half an hour. Till I get... Just... Reframe? Yeah, be there. Okay, now we're on the ground. It's not like people <laughs> die on the ground. It's okay. People sleep on yeah, the ground. It's yeah, it's okay. And yeah. <laughs> At some point, you're like, okay, I think I'm there. Yeah. And sometimes you're not there. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Watch some more cartoons. <laughs> get back up. Yeah. And I think that that's definitely something that uh, that waiting part you can do in so many ways. And there are some mm -hmm. ways that are destructive in some ways that are constructive mm -hmm. finding the ways that are constructive for you and remembering yourself mm -hmm. that hey if you have a down day don't be self-destructive whatever form the stick might take yeah it doesn't mean it's going to be a month it's just today maybe it's two hours no but also give yourself the things you need to reload instead mm -hmm. of Oh, you're, you're not performing today. So you've nah. been a bad person. And now you don't get to see your friends. You don't get to go outside. You don't get to eat nice food. No, treat yourself 
well so you can get back up. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Always welcome. I think that was it with questions. What's Even your though biggest... I needed to push hard with my last one. <laughs> take what's your biggest takeaway from today? I think the to really see it with a certain lightness, it's a good takeaway. Mm, and to really like change your perspective and if you have a bad day doesn't mean it's a bad week doesn't mean it's a bad, bad month mm. like really finding your perspective and finding this change of change of view mm. and allowing yourself to just yeah take it in a Buddhistic way, just laugh about it and be like, yeah, I'm a beautiful mess, fine. Yeah. Okay, I take the lesson. And I try again tomorrow yeah. or whenever. So, yeah, thanks for sharing. Thank you, too. Thank you for tuning in, yes. listening. Share your comments, thoughts on the topic, whether you're down or up. If you think you need a little chat with us, feel welcome to send yes, us please. messages. If you have suggestions for topics, we've received a couple from a friend of Kay. Yeah, so we're going to pick those up the pick, next weeks. Yes, and uh, hope you enjoyed the episode today, getting back up, yes. as we're doing as well. Have a great evening. <laughs> Thank See you, you very next much. Week. Love change out. <laughs>